This is The Culture. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cinemoy podcast. My name is Mark Yacobino. I'll be one of your hosts today, part of the animation crew here at Cinemawave. I am so excited for today's episode. I am joined by the always reliable mm. Vinny Albano. Hello, hello. It's a pleasure to be here today. And Mikey Pennison doing the production. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy to be back, guys. Happy to be back. Um, I'm so excited, guys. Yes. We are talking about the best of animation in 2023. We're giving you our top five list today. And I have no problem saying this. I think 2023 was the greatest year in animation when it comes to diversity of projects across the globe, mm. quality of projects, you know, critical acclaim of projects. I I really do think it was an extremely special year in animation. And I hope it, it marks a turning point in the in the in the space of animation that people start taking animation seriously we get more mature anime projects and and all of these award shows start start giving it up to animation on on the biggest stages it's so time so here's how it'll work today we'll be giving our our top five lists if someone has something lower on their list Let's say I have something at my number five, but Vinny has something as the same thing at his number two. We'll say punt, and then we'll move on to the next one, and then when we get to that um, spot, then we'll be able to talk about that project. We'll also be giving our honorable mentions list, quick little intros into things that just didn't make the top five list, but we also really, really enjoyed this year. So without further ado... I think we're going to get in and give you guys our top five animated projects. This includes TV and movies so and short films. I know, Mike, you might have some short films for us. So uh, I'm really excited to, to hear about all the projects that I either watched this year or maybe didn't get to this year and, and can hopefully jump into after we stop recording. So, yeah, I think I'll jump right in with my honorable mentions. These were... Projects that I loved, um, but, you know, I just don't think they were as consistent, maybe, as my top five. So, first one I'm going to talk about is Free Ren Beyond Journey's End. Mm -hmm. This is an anime that has taken the world by storm. It's currently the highest rated anime on my anime list. I think that is not entirely deserved right now, but that does not take away from how good this anime is. Um, the basic premise of the anime is that there's a elf that lives for thousands of years and and she was in a party of heroes that slayed the demon king and this is the the time in her life after that you know the big victory over the demon king and the interesting you know wrinkle to it is that she does live for thousands of years so this time that she spent with her her war party was only a blip on her entire lifespan and she doesn't appreciate the time she has with them when she does go mm -hmm. through that adventure and it kind of goes through a journey with her like as she starts to appreciate the time that she starts to spend with new, you know, uh, party mates, which is really great. It's a great message to send. And every episode is just like a cozy blanket. It's like this yeah. fantasy world. It does a great job of establishing this lived in world and, and passing of time. And uh, yeah, the best way I could describe it is just a, it's a nice cozy blanket every week. I love watching beautiful animation by Madhouse, I believe. And the score is, is fantastic by Evan Call. So Free Ren, mm. definitely. I know, Vinny, you've been meaning to watch it. Yes, um, yeah. So I've been talking a lot, so I want to give no, you a second. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to comment. Yeah. Uh, audiences who may be Free Ren fans or interested, uh, I do plan on catching up and 
hopefully doing a, a review with with you on yes. free run and, and mikey even too i know you said you were interested i am very so, interested very uh, interested yes <laughs> awesome awesome yeah because yeah, that is a show that like has been i've seen it all over the internet yeah so i've been really meaning to watch it and hopefully i feel the same way yeah yeah i'm excited to yeah. hopefully talk about it with you guys it's a whopping 28 episode first season so it's cool. at like episode 20 right yeah. now so um hopefully when that wraps up we can we can get a nice big episode together so next one on my list is a anime film actually uh suzume it recently came mm -hmm. out this year it, it got nominated for a golden globe um it comes from the creator of uh your name and weathering with you two really highly acclaimed anime films um and suzume was just an enjoyable an enjoyable theater experience again beautiful animation beautiful music by um rand whips and it's just like a very heartwarming story that also has a, a great message um about you know dealing with your past and accepting your past and and maybe how family members might have um you know done you wrong or abandoned you in the past so it's it's a it's a really beautiful touching story um it has slice of life elements it has fantasy elements um and it was just really really enjoyable and the characters are are, are awesome so um definitely recommend suzume if, if you have not seen it i know boy in the heron is taking all the the anime publicity right now in the movie space but i, I think suzume is also a really good watch um and then the last thing i want to talk about is bad batch i am uh, i'm the star wars guy that's how i got introduced to cinewave so i do have to give a shout out to bad batch uh season two uh this season really upped its game um in the star wars animated space you know a lot of these episodes dealt with political intrigue it dealt with really deep concepts of what happens to soldiers after the war's over how are they treated what happens to soldiers that the the government they work for goes from a democracy to an empire it's really deep questions and i think you know some of the episodes they do a fantastic job with um there's definitely some misses this season which is why i don't have it in my top five but um i'm really excited for the final season which we just got a trailer for yesterday and that's coming out next month so i'm hoping that season three the final season will be on my top five list next year when we yes. come back in here and do it again in 2025 <laughs> which is crazy to I say but um yeah those are my those are my honorable mentions uh hope you guys check those out if you haven't seen them or you guys if you haven't seen them um but gonna pass it off to you mikey what are your honorable mentions for 2023 yes so my honorable mentions for 2023 um i will preface this whole thing first by saying that um, when it comes to animation i feel like my list is gonna be <laughs> super different just because i am still so new to the anna anime genre mm. um we, we just had our discussion you know about uh this the solo leveling and every um first couple episodes but everything else is very very different let's mm. just say <laughs> very different and we love that i'm thank excited you. to hear it thank you um the first one um being a uh, a, sh a short film actually uh that uh got nominated for uh, uh an oscar as of today actually oh, wow. mm. yes yes um it's called the flying sailor um okay. It's an Amanda Forbes and Wendy Tilby uh, project, essentially. Mm. Uh, there's no real way to describe it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's uh, it's stop motion to a degree, I guess you could say. Um, but like 2D stop motion, mm. it's like a different way that I've ever like than I've seen stop yeah. motion. And um, uh, basically, a a shipwreck happens, um, and a a sailor is standing on a dock that's like about like 50 feet away from it. Um, and the, the destruction is so, so massive that it ends up destroying the town and it sends this guy flying. And while he's flying through the air, he gets all of these 
crazy kind of just quick snapbacks to his his path this is like you know like like that sort of like you see your life flashes before you guys sort of thing mm. but just the animation style it was like it would go from very peaceful and like kind of like these like really quick and subtle um like i don't even know how to like describe it because it was so i don't know i feel like stop motion has been very used prevalent and i'll, I'll kind of get back to it because it appears mm. a lot mm. in my list actually um but it's it's just again something i've never really seen before um and it's the stylization of it was just beautiful and so cool. that was one um i definitely recommend you guys see that especially because it just just recently got that nomination as well um which was cool, cool. cool. um the other two are very different uh that's very different uh scott pilgrim takes mm. the world mm. uh we spoke about yes. that me and Vinny spoke yeah. about that in here um I, and uh it, that was a good watch you know it was a good watch um i don't know if you have that on your list or not so i won't really talk too much it's typical I, scott pilgrim yeah spoiler i i do not have it on my list okay. you do not okay yes. <laughs> no, do not. but it was great it was great uh, yes no, it was good it was a good watch Scott Pilgrim, um, that's you know that franchise. Um, if you love the the movie, uh, this is I feel like this very similar. Um, all Scott Pilgrim projects are fairly alike. This just kind of takes it to a new sort of twist. Um, I guess you could say you know mm. it involves cool elements. I don't want to spoil a lot of it, mm. but um, it was just cool. It was a cool watch. You know, yeah. nothing like crazy. It was not a top five type type uh of project nor is my third honorable mention <laughs> i still haven't seen any scott pilgrim project so <laughs> really? you got i know, it. I, know. You got I gotta it. watch the movie i'll watch the, the movie. movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was really right. good. um my last one is um the the <laughs> the episodes of rick and morty that i watched this year oh, i can't about, I, haven't, I haven't caught up on rick and morty in a yeah. minute yeah i heard you know i heard about the whole controversy with the the guy he's not more how, how are the new voice actors there it's so it's not that it's like you could definitely tell it's not the same mm. i think it's just the whole rick and morty i've i've always mm. loved rick and morty you know <laughs> um and so i i feel like it's just like because it's rick and morty and because it's it's different and it i feel like rick and morty started kind of like started this uh, a wave of like intergalactic type mm. like raunchy comedy yeah. you know, animation which you're kind of seeing a lot more in like netflix and stuff and yeah. like i don't know and so i didn't i i will say i didn't watch the whole season <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was, yeah. that's another reason why it's on my honorable mention list but yeah. but uh it was it's rick and morty it's typical it's rick, rick and morty, and morty. Yeah. it is it's it's not as good as the past but it's okay. still worthy enough to be on an honorable mention list cool I think. cool hmm. yeah i'll all pass right. it on to me all right yeah so rick and morty because i used to be a huge rick and morty fan mm -hmm. but it was like i think it was like season five mm -hmm. that like i fell off mm. it was it was the sperm episode where oh my like, god yeah yeah I, yeah that yeah. i just completely <laughs> like there was an episode after that that I watched, and then I just didn't continue it. But I have heard that, like, it's surprisingly, even with the new voice actors, it's actually, like, pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> I should watch it, yeah. yeah. So, um, starting my honorable mentions. So, I have... This might be, like, a controversial honorable mentions, because I feel like some people might or a, a majority of people will have these films a lot higher. Uh, well, first off, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. I adore that movie. I wish I could put it higher, <laughs> but the other projects on this list are just even better. <laughs> and just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem was so fun. 
I loved seeing uh, when I grew up, I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing like this new rendition where it's a lot more like modern and they feel like teenagers <laughs> in the modern generation. It's just a lot of fun. Ice Cube plays a great villain and there's a lot of uh, funny references to some animes oh, that we might reference oh, in, um, in studio <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was just a lot of fun and i love the animation style it has that spider-verse type of uh 2d kind of blend with 3d uh teenage mutant Ninja turtles though was like a lot more scratchier i really liked it uh my second honorable mention actually is spider-verse so (laughs) and the first the first first riff among the group (laughs) i'm surprised so that's why i was saying that my honorable mentions might be controversial because obviously everyone loves spider-verse and they uh and don't get me wrong it's an amazing film it's still on my honorable mentions like spider-verse was a blast um i did have some faults with it but uh i mean i feel like everything that to say about spider-verse has already been said like it's just an incredible film uh it it breaks new ground and the animation is stellar um i think for me i i actually liked it a lot more on rewatch the first time i watched it and why i think it's kind of lower on the list is when I watched it in theaters, I know they fixed this, but when I watched it in theaters, the sound mixing was really off and I could barely hear anything. And I think that really dramatically like affected my enjoyment of the film as well as like the pacing and the story structure of it. Uh, however, it's still Spider-Verse and it's incredible. Uh, Mikey, I know you love Spider-Verse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, but hey it's still on the honorable mentions um and then my third one which is uh what you also put on your honorable mentions mark uh susume oh i just recently watched it and it was beautiful i didn't i have not i haven't watched any of um shinkai's other work so i haven't watched your name or uh weathering with you weathering with you there was five centimeters uh per second and, and whatnot uh garden of flowers i believe Anyhow, yeah. haven't seen any of them. Mm-hmm. So, but I know of like his films. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed this. Like, I thought it was just beautiful. And you mentioned it how like there's slice of life elements to it. And I really enjoyed those elements the most because the film feels as if there's this huge epic quest going on. However, you have these a lot of the film is just these scenes of ordinary people's lives through the perspective of Susume and how she connects with these ordinary people that she just finds along her quest. And mm-hmm. it feels very uh, Ghibli-esque. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed it. I really, I really liked it. I liked the, not going into much into spoilers, but the whole dynamic with the other characters mm-hmm. who are uh, non-human. Um, yes. And yeah, those are my those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. And the slice of life stuff is so fun. And Susan May, like the karaoke bar, all yes. that stuff is really fun. Um, cool. Well, we got our yeah. Let us know when you do watch it, Mikey. Um, <laughs> 
Cool. All right. So we're going to jump right into our top five here. So I'll start us off at number five. I don't think you guys have seen this series, but number five, I'm going with Netflix's Blue Eye Samurai. Ooh. Have you guys seen it no. at all? I, I've been, I really wanted to Yeah. before we filmed this, actually, but I didn't get the time. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Likewise. Yeah. To, you know. yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I recently I literally bought Netflix last week because I, I didn't have Netflix all year uh, since they changed their password thing. And I was like, you know what? I need to watch this stuff because I've heard so many good things. And yeah, it, it lives up to the hype. Um, it's 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 Kill Bill in feudal Japan. I love that it's set mm. in like a historically accurate time, like the the uh the basis of the revenge tale is the white man in japan which mm. is interesting because japan does have this law during the 1600s that there's no outsiders it's complete isolationism mm. so it's this very interesting like very historically historical fiction which is cool i always love when it kind of bakes in historical fiction into work <laughs> um so that's really cool um you know it's not as you know black and white as revenge um i really like halfway through i'm not going to spoil anything but halfway through it adds a wrinkle to the revenge tale that i haven't seen done before and i was like oh okay mm. that's how it sets itself apart from just the basic revenge tale um without you know saying anything else you know the action is incredible i mean it's mm. it's such um dynamic camera work you know it's a expect you know you expect that type of um eastern type um martial arts work with the action but we have swords and we have different types of japanese weapons really cool um and i think just the last thing that gets me excited about this series is that i went into it thinking it was a one season limited series but it, it's actually like planned to be three or four seasons oh, yeah so it's going to be a, a big that. sweeping story which i didn't know and you know when it when it came to the last episode i was like there's no way they can wrap this up right now and they wrap it up in a really satisfying way that sets up like mm. each character on their own path and um that's the other thing i want to mention just the way they weave all the different characters into each other's stories is is really well done so blue eye samurai definitely worth the the hype and the animation is really cool again it's a blend of that 2d 3d kind of thing but the 3d is almost like it's almost like the entire environment is kind of built in like a th like a video game engine so the camera can mm -hmm. kind of work through it um and then there's wide shots that are just like beautiful like japanese paintings kind of so mm -hmm. yeah blue eye samurai is is my number five yeah mm -hmm. mikey number five what do you got for us um yeah definitely want to watch that still it definitely looks good um my number five, I went with another another short film, um, another that was actually again, um, they're they're good. I'm telling you, <laughs> this one was also nominated today for an Oscar. The same, they both got the sh um, short animated short film, best mm. animated short cool. film. Um, this one is an ostrich. An ostrich told me that the world is fake, and I think I believe it. <laughs> it's written and directed by Lachlan Pendragon. <laughs> and so I remember when I watched this, I watched it like I think it was like I saw it like maybe on TikTok. <laughs> like you know, like it was like they like throw like those snippets up, and like the thing that I appreciate, I appreciate about these films is that you know like a lot of them are. Um, just like kind of like people will throw them up on YouTube. And so like that kind of just shows to show like how expansive the world is that like Oscar nominees are also mm. just like mm. people throwing their pro I mean, granted, I don't know if there's more, but this project specifically, um, it, it just, I, it was one of those projects that I have never seen anything like it before. It was another stop motion. Mm. Um, the best way I can describe it is it's like the Truman show meets like, 
I don't know if you guys saw that movie Free Guy. Um, it was like yeah. that Ryan Reynolds yeah. movie um, where he's like an NPC and he realizes that he like there's a creator sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. It's that, but animated essentially. And like a guy, he's, in, he's like working in an office space. Um, and uh, I don't want to spoil it just because uh, yeah, also these are very short projects. Like this was like 12 minutes on. So yeah. it's like definitely watch it. I don't want to spoil anything, but an ostrich comes to him in the office <laughs> at some point and basically okay. explains to him how his world is fake um cool. and he starts to kind of see it and it starts to have like this super cool like jordan peele sort of it turns into like a crazy thriller mm. and like the shots i've seen in it and it's like they do like this really cool thing too where it's like the screen it's like it's like the the film itself is on mm. like a monitor like as if like you had like a, a monitor like attached to a camera um and in the background like you see like the hands still moving everything basically like but your focus is is on the monitor and then it will cut out of the monitor sometimes or then come back and so it's just like it's so twilight zone-ish it's like it's really 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 worth the watch honestly like and it's a quick watch and that's youtube youtube yep it's it's, okay great ostrich told me the world is fake and i think i believe it Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah, that's by five. That's really cool. I really have to check that out, especially since um earlier in 2023, I I did a stop motion like claymation project of mine, and like I I I feel like I haven't indulged in enough stop motion, you know. Besides that, and I love stop motion. It's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, like Grimace and Wallace and Grimace. I think kind of like yes. started that that and i think they released a movie this year too mm. and i didn't watch it but like but yeah it's it's definitely a cool cool sort of <laughs> subgenre <laughs> yeah cool yeah. all right cool cool i definitely i gotta check out these short films yeah mm-hmm. all right anyhow uh my number five which i was conflicted uh to swap this with susume however I'll, I'll defend my point. My number five is The Boy in the Heron. Okay. Which is really striking because I've watched this film multiple times now in theaters. And the first time, you know, a lot of hype was around this film. First time I came out of the theater and I was like, okay, that's good. That wasn't great though. <laughs> that was not great. However, I watched it multiple times. I, I watched it again in English. And I took a whole new perspective away from it after thinking about it for a good week and then doing my review on it and then thinking about it even more and more and more. And now I want to see it a third time. Mm. And it's just one of those films that it has just grown on me exponentially to the point where whenever someone brings it up, I I, I have more positive thoughts now than negative. Mm. And... It just it just keeps growing on me, and there's more things that I'm beginning to notice, and different different allegories and subtexts that was, you know, I, I didn't really discover the first time around, but then on the second time, and I feel like the more I think about this film, I'm just kind of chipping away at it, mm-hmm. and it's revealing more and more of itself, which I've really enjoyed, and like I mentioned on my second watch, it was like a whole new perspective. I liked it a lot more than I did on my first watch. So that's uh, The Boy in the Heron. And I was going to say something else about it, but I think that just concludes my thoughts. It's, uh, 
It's great. It really is great. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I said in my mini review, but the more symbolic and subtextual side to it, it, it will draw a lot of people away. Mm. But I also think that like in my position, it, it just over time made the film better. So yeah, that was my number five. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I can't say I'm the biggest like Jib- Ghibli fan. Um, I I appreciate the films from afar, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that like you said, that kind of subtextual nature might go over my head a bit. Yeah. Um, and that's why I heard it's like kind of built on that. So I haven't watched it. Maybe one day I'll kind of get around to it. Um, but yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I know my number four is gonna get a punt. I know that for a fact. Okay. But uh, number four, I have Spider Verse. Punt. <laughs> a punt a punt from mikey so how this works is we're not going to talk about spider-verse now until we get to it on mikey's list so we're gonna skip to mikey's number four now uh okay this might it could be a punt mm. um uh and there's a reason why i was really torn between my four and three i had to like really swap it between the two um but i ended up going with invincible season two Ooh. part one for my number okay. four yes any any no punt for me no punt for, no me. Punt for me but i should have probably included that on my list <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i kind of forgot about that at first um but you know invincible it was we had a whole discussion on it it's so it's so good it's so good yeah yeah um yeah we've had a discussion like you said you'll, you'll watch that discussion <laughs> very good discussion all of us um I don't know. Season one of Invincible was just so good. Um, I don't have to get too much into that. We all know how it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just feel like immediately this granted, it was only like what, three episodes, three or four, maybe. Four? Yeah. It's just, it's it was four. Just the first half. Yeah. 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 And so um, it, granted, it was only those episodes, but I feel like it just like hit the ground running. You know, it was just like that first in- intro scene was just so good. And mm-hmm. then. Even where they left off, it was like I didn't think that they could top like a like what is going on <laughs> inside yeah. feeling, but like no, they did. And so I'm I'm it, it definitely set me in a place of excitement to see what's to come next. And so it made my uh, my four. It made mm-hmm. my four. That's yeah. all I really got to say. Dude. We all know Invincible. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think what they just announced March twenty first, part two is coming out or um, coming back. I think it's March. It's coming. It's back. March something. Yeah. It's yeah. Something, so. I think it would have had maybe a better chance to get in like my honorable mentions if I had the full season. But I think just on the first half, I mm. I really only like we talked about in our discussion. I really was only drawn to Mark. Um, the mother debbie was her name debbie Debbie, and and um and omni man like that was what i was really drawn to in the first half um but hoping part two Mm kind of brings the rest of the cast together too yeah uh, i just looked it up march 14th 14th so yeah i'm excited for that to come out and then us to talk about it because i'm not gonna lie i should have probably put invincible on my (laughs) honorable mentions um i was having a little bit of a difficult time as uh i told you guys off 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 camera um but you yeah, know invincible was so good it's so good i'm so excited and the way they left it off no spoilers was it was incredible and it showed you a whole different they're alluding to different sides of these characters that we didn't see as much on season one so mm-hmm. yeah and it got the oscar nom today it got an oscar nom today wait really it Invin- did it did invincible got one Unless this is like what another you... Invincible, and I'm just yeah, I was like, wait, it's not a movie. It's not a movie, Mikey. I'm gonna get an Oscar nomination. Wait a second. 
there was something I did see. It said like the invincible or something. Maybe it's that. It, there's no way. It's Maybe because I swear it was like animated something, and yeah. it fell underneath the animated category, but. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> Who knows? The first, the first TV show to ever get a, an Oscar nomination. <laughs> go ahead, Invincible. Go ahead. There we go. They break new ground. Yes. 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 Um, all right. So I think this might get a punt from me, for, from, from Mark here. But my number four spot is Attack on Titan, the final chapters. Oh, yeah. A huge punt. Okay. <laughs> huge punt. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll come, come back around. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Um, I, and, I, and I think you might trade me a punt here, mm-hmm. Vinny, for my number three. I have Jujutsu Kaisen season two. All right. I'm going to. I'm gonna punch you on it. All right, yeah. we're just punting around, yeah. just having a little catch with the ball, right? <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Mikey, you're number three. Wow, right back. Um, <laughs> the, I can tell you, this will not be a punt. Again, my <laughs> list is different, <laughs> um, which is good. Yes, um, but also biased because I grew up a Nintendo boy, um, mm. and because of that, mm. I had to include the Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. that's okay. I had to. Um, like I said, I'm biased. I love Mario. Um, I love Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I um, I felt like they did this movie justice. I was really excited with this cast, except for Chris Pat because he's in <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, honestly, even he, I kind of still like did. You know, honestly, there was really nothing bad that I thought about this mm-hmm. movie. I feel like they kind of set up what could be a, a new franchise. You know, it, like the they could build this into a whole Super Smash Brothers world if they want to get that mm-hmm. that big with these characters but as far as this movie it was just it was nice to kind of see it be brought to the big screen for like a new generation knowing that like there really hasn't been like a like a solid solid inter- mm-hmm. like a screen interpretation and so and so yeah and i'm a, I'm a nintendo boy like i said so it yeah. made my list it looked sure. like a lot of fun yeah i yeah i didn't i didn't end up seeing it but it did look like a lot of fun um i went to there was a video game awards like symphony orchestra thing and when i was visiting mm-hmm. my sister out in la and they, they were like oh we have a special surprise at the end um so we were like oh my god what could it be what could it be and mm-hmm. in the end they bring out a piano and jack black comes out oh. in a bowser costume <laughs> and performs peaches for all for all of us at this like very it was all about like orchestral music and then jack black comes out and yeah. does peaches so that's my uh that's my introduction to to the movie at this point right now oh, wow. so uh but yeah it looked it looked like a fun time it so. was it was and it, it really did highlight like if you like the games which i feel like even if it's just like mario kart you know like mm-hmm. we all have experience playing some probably like a little bit mario yeah. game and they kind of cover all of that in the movies like in one movie they mm-hmm. cover a lot of mario content so my yeah. number three. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun with that movie. Um, and now we're also getting a Legend of Zelda film. Yes. And personally, I want a Kirby film. Oh, that would be... <laughs> I love... Kirby's my go-to. character <laughs> <laughs> Smash, so... Okay. Yeah, that would be See, Link, ah. Link is my main in Smash. Is At it? least Smash Ultimate. Okay. Like, uh... Adult Link, uh... Like, uh... Breath of the Wild Link in, in Smash Ultimate. I used to be a, a two... Or... Sorry, a young Link main. Okay, but and so I love Legend of Zelda, but a Kirby movie? Think about that. That would be so fire. Yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Yeah. And like, just the world of Kirby is so, it's so like jolly. It is. <laughs> you know? it is. Yeah. Honestly, it could be such a lovable character. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. All right. 
uh, my number three spot goes to Pluto. Mm. So, did any of you guys watch Pluto? Or? I'm three episodes in. Oh, you're I'm three, three episodes, episodes okay. in, and I can already tell if I did finish this beforehand, it would probably be in my top five. Yeah, it's it's incredible so far. Yes. Yeah. So, Urasawa is one of the most talented manga artists, uh, mangaka writers of all time. I will adore Monster. Monster is like one of my like not even just top anime but top just stories of all time i love just i'm a very like i love my detective stories i love Mm -hmm. like mysteries and like you know like these unwinding big tales so i loved monster and although i didn't like pluto as much as monster pluto gives you a whole different setting but the same type of storytelling so it's really interesting of how they're able to intertwine these really complex characters uh Urusawa just does amazing with introducing these characters who you're at first like who is this and then you <laughs> fall in love with them in only like an episode or two and he tears your heart out right after that or he throws you into a whirlwind of mystery and you know he interweaves a lot of like real life uh political intrigue and commentary that i I very much appreciate into his stories and it uh and you know these are at least pluto takes place in um a futuristic version of it of uh, germany and you see a little bit of japan as well and it's just it's it's super great (laughs) (laughs) like i just i had a thorough really enjoyed this from beginning to end the character work and the plot just urasawa is a genius i can i can kind of just kind of praise him all day but yeah number three is pluto for me yeah i i'm i'm so excited to go back home and watch the rest of pluto like it they're hour-long episodes so i mean they're dense Mm -hmm. um like you said they just he he just is so good at introducing these characters you're like what am i doing in the countryside right now with these two random people yeah and then by the end of the episode you're like wait no i don't want this to end i want to keep learning more about these characters um it's fantastic the music is incredible and the world that he's built in just three episodes it's a futuristic world where like ai and robots are you know starting to gain rights essentially and there's like friction between humans and and robots but it it's it's nothing like i've seen before it's so well thought out and integrated and he adds so much history to the world it's it, it's it's fantastic it's definitely like worth a watch if you haven't seen it it's eight episodes right yeah, yeah it's eight episodes yeah eight hour long episodes um yeah, I, I can't wait to go back and watch it. So mm. in, in another world, if I watched this before Blue Eye Samurai last week during my binge, it would probably flip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch the rest of Pluto. Yeah. Where is Pluto on? Netflix. Netflix, yeah. okay. It is okay. Yeah. And the animation is stunning. Yeah. Like you could tell that, I don't know the studio that animated it, but they took the source material and they put their heart into it the colors and I, the drawings like there's just some frames that are just so beautiful to look at like i love how consistently through the whole series and i don't, I, I apologize i don't want to talk about Pluto for too long but uh throughout the whole series there's just so many frames where the line art has so much like weight to it 
there's like they use mm. um they use like the weight of the pen or at least uh, you know in modern day animation the digital pen <laughs> uh just to make such a compelling frame and then the colors and just the animation in general is also really good i i also love how they use <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I love how they use computer assets and like 3D elements, blending it with the 2D elements. Honestly, some of the best I've seen in uh, anime. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's Pluto. Hey, yes. you guys are giving me great recommendations. Great yeah, is it already? It's back to me now yeah. for number two. Okay, I think we we might have to do an episode on Pluto when when I finish it, and if yeah, you catch up, we're yeah. gonna have to, we're gonna have to do an episode on Pluto because Vinny looks like he's gonna explode if oh, we keep yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so my number two because my number three got punted. Um, so number two, we're gonna finally talk about Attack on Titan yes. right here, right here, Survey Corps. Um, so we got the final two parts of mm. Attack on Titan. Finally, it ended. Um, and these two hour long, hour and a half long episodes are just like everything I wanted from Attack on Like I just wanted mm. really long episodes of Attack on Titan where we could just dive into the characters. Um, and the opening of the first part is one of the most hauntingly beautiful openings to any type of animated movie I've ever seen before. You know, I don't want to get into spoilers, but... You know, it's it's horrific, but it's also oh, yeah. beautifully cut and, and the cinematography um, is is so impactful. Um, and the music, of course, with uh, Hiroyuki Sawano and his his uh, what's his name, Kota Yamamoto, I yes. think kind of is like understudy who, you know, has done the season four score. Um, yeah, it, it again, it's just it's vintage Attack on Titan. It's an incredible character work. It's a masterclass in perspectives. No character is the villain. Every character has their own justification, and you can totally understand mm -hmm. where they're coming from. Um, you have amazing, over-the-top action sequences with MAPPA somehow blending CGI, 2D, and 3D all together just seamlessly at this point. Um, the action is over the top. I The last episode, the last hour and a half episode, I was sitting there for an hour and a half like my leg was just shaking. I was just yeah. sitting there like locked in um i haven't been this invested in a show in a very long time maybe since like clone wars came back for season seven after like a 10-year hiatus um so this was like insane there was controversy for the ending i don't really know why i'm it's not a perfect mm -hmm. ending but it's the right ending especially with a story this complex it's almost impossible to have like a perfect yeah. bow on everything but it's a really thought-provoking ending um really like dark and kind of gut punch of an ending but it, it makes sense for the world of attack on titan um and yeah i mean i i could i could talk forever about it but yeah. it, it it's a global phenomenon for a reason if if you haven't watched it please do yourself a favor you will become a better storyteller a better appreciator of animation music it's just it's everything um and this has been so fun to talk about Attack on Titan because yes. I haven't had an outlet to talk about Attack on Titan because my podcast is Star Wars. But if I had another podcast, it would be an Attack on Titan podcast. So uh, I, I love the fact that I was able to just talk about Attack on Titan. Mm. So Vinny, your take on the final two parts. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree with you. I think that the ending, although not perfect, uh, I do have some faults with it. It is still a beautiful ending. Uh, it's bittersweet but it's it's powerful um and i think that it's tough because 
I was there. I read the manga. So I was there when the manga first concluded and the haters spewed onto the internet. <laughs> and all I can say is that the hate is unwarranted. It was honestly really terrible because even if you didn't like the ending, just the hate, you know, it's internet people, it's keyboard warriors. Yeah. And, you know, these people are like, a lot, you know, excuse my language, but a lot of these people are like fucked up individuals. Yeah. And they began to really praise certain ideologies in the series that were meant to be looked at as bad yeah. or at least through a perspective to be challenged mm -hmm. rather than just accepting it wholeheartedly. And yeah, no, the hate was completely unwarranted. You know, I, even when the manga came out, uh, like I said, I didn't think it was a perfect ending, but I was actually, I was still satisfied. I was still very much satisfied. And I think the anime, they changed some things that really improve it for me. Just very small things. Um, the conversation, not going into spoilers, but the conversation, they kind of structured it differently that gave it so much more of an impact, changed a little bit of dialogue, so much more of an impact in the anime much preferred the anime just through those minor changes you know a, a little goes a long way mm -hmm. and um i think that oh my i apologize i'm, I'm losing okay. my train of thought but oh that's what i was gonna say is that attack on titan changed my life like yeah. i've cried to attack on titan and even this ending made me emotional me too brother yeah even <laughs> i'm with you yeah, like <laughs> It's a life-changing story, and when the manga first came out, when and when the manga first concluded, and what hasn't been animated yet, even then, I was so emotional, and the journey of Attack on Titan was, I think, one of the best journeys ever I've experienced in all of storytelling, mm. and it's just incredible like there's never been i think um at least i haven't seen an anime that i've kind of grown up with like I've, I've been watching it for years and then i stopped and then i revisited it when i was much more mature and i could kind of have much more media literacy and i understood it more and that gave me a whole other layer of appreciation and just wonder and um uh, you know, enjoyableness to the the series that it the journey, like I mentioned, impeccable journey. It's every episode had you leaving off on a cliffhanger, itching and itching for more. And then you kind of, they set up all these questions and you're going one step forward, but two steps back. And it's just, a, it just, just it was amazing. It was awesome. However, I do have it. <laughs> lower on my list because i just think that i think that um i like i mentioned i, I read the manga so i didn't know what was going to happen so it just didn't feel as impactful um just knowing what was going to happen so mm -hmm. i think that's a reason one reason why i had it kind of lower on my list compared to you and then another reason too being that um even though, like I said, um, it was it was a great ending, but uh, had some faults with it. 
So looking at it just as those last two episodes, right. a little lower. Maybe if it was Attack on Titan, like as a whole, from uh, like yeah. <laughs> that would be my number one. It would yeah. be my number one. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's Attack on Titan for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to put a book in that isn't isn't it isn't it crazy? You know, people that are fans of something but they don't get the message that is trying to be conveyed by the artwork. Yeah, like isn't it incredible? Like I I experience it all the time with like Star Wars. Oh fans. yeah, it's just like. How do you love something and under? I get obviously they don't understand the themes, but how can you claim to love something, and then you just spit in the face of all the themes it's trying to instill in you? It's just it blows my. I'm like, how are these people this not self aware? Like, it blows my mind. And yeah, yeah uh, it's like we need to move forward, and that's what art's for. You know, you you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'm the wrong. <laughs> maybe I should look yeah. at the world differently. Uh, I don't and, know. And piggybacking off of <laughs> oh, that right. too, like, cause, <laughs> Mikey, you'll get yeah. it in a second. Oh, be I'm, patient. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mikey. <laughs> patient, oh, patient. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mikey. I, just really, really quick, just piggybacking no, off of that. Dude. Um, <laughs> people are crazy, dog. Like, people are crazy. Like, how can you spend? 20 years, 10 or X amount of years, loving, 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 loving a series and being like, oh my God, this is the best series. And just like, you know, hyping it up online. You know, you have Aaron profile pictures and everything <laughs> is da, 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 da. And then the one chapter that concludes it. Right. Dog shit. Zero <laughs> out of 10. Zero. They're spamming bad reviews on IMDb. Like it's, it's just... It's crazy. Okay, like even though you might not, you might dislike the ending, like or even if you really hate the ending. Yeah. How did that? Did it really ruin everything? Yeah, everything. And also, like you said, misinterpreting the the themes and messages. Anime fans just they're they're on the whole level of that. I caught up with the JJK manga and seeing some of the interpretations online are. Yeah. Interesting. Anyhow, I apologize, Mikey. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna take the stage. No, for what it's worth, I will say that um, I have been like recommended Attack on Titan since like probably the high school days. Like yeah. at this point, right? And like to know that, like, granted, like I just recently started like kind of getting into it, so that's on my own fault. But to know and hear that like it's held up all these years because it was same type of reaction and reviews like back then when people mm-hmm. were recommending it so like like it's like just to see that that is still holding up it's it says a lot to it and so mm-hmm. another another one for my uh <laughs> i'll get to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but my number two um funny enough fell in your honorary category as well it's not spider-verse yet it's not spider-verse um i guess gave away my number one but (laughs) (laughs) but fucking uh it's uh teenage mutant ninja turtles i went with yes i uh i really like this movie um i enjoyed the teenage mutant ninja turtles growing up it wasn't really something i was like like i wasn't like really into them growing up but Mm -hmm. it was something that was always just like a cool sort of like I always thought it was cool. It was there. Um, and uh, I just, again, I thought that this interpretation was just needed with this sort of, with this generation, with it's, it's, it was just done and it was executed perfectly. I feel like Seth Rogen for sure was the guy to, to uh, take this mantle. Um, and uh, he did, he did a really good job. He did it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, all of the characters in it um, were, uh they were teenagers, which was which was like which was really cool to see. You know, it's like I feel like every other past 
interpretation that we've gotten with them has been them like grown men acting you know what i'm saying grown men turtles and so it, it really made you appreciate it but it also was just grounded in like like modern sort of like like phrases and like culture and like like it was like they like they like study TikTok and like yeah. you know what I'm saying and like threw it all in there just like they made like you said before they made references to mm -hmm. like Attack on Titan and everything and so it was just it's it's always nice to have a film I feel like that you can really relate to because yeah. it is that modern but also also like on an animation standpoint like <laughs> like really good animation I feel like that was like a really cool blend again of that that sort of style but it also fell in like sort of claymation i don't know if you really say it but it had that mm. sort of look yeah. i guess yeah. you could say as it was well. a very like imperfect models and whatnot yeah, yeah yeah and so it was cool i feel like this year um like you started this all off with um you know this year was a big year for animation but like it was just a big year for even experimenting in the, mm. in the animation genre and this was one of those movies i felt i really did it and uh, did it right so, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, it's always refreshing to hear when, like, a kid's movie doesn't have, like, corny references to pop culture. Like, they're not just, like, the most, like, shallow references. Like, it's like you guys talking about it makes me want to watch it. Mm -hmm. I heard, like, good reviews, but I feel like people were just like, oh, you know, it's, like, a good time. But, like, hearing it from you guys, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, now I really want to, like, go check it out. Because um, I never grew up on TMNT. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Are they, like booting this up to be like a trilogy like more movies kind of or it i'd seem like they might be trying to do mm -hmm. something like that yeah. they, they could granted it is also seth rogan so i know that like like he might do like one or two movies of a franchise and then yeah. jump to the next one right. yeah. comedy there was so a post-credit scene that's so, right i forgot about yeah, that yeah there was mm -hmm. one yeah it's, mm. it's... we'll see that's cool one. <laughs> yeah um it's number two right no, yeah, or, yeah, you're on number yes. two now. Yep. Um, number two for me, which we won't talk a lot about. Um, uh, oh, it's okay. Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Yeah. Okay. Because we've already <laughs> talked uh, between our two reviews, Mark and I, we've talked like a collective of like three hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's hype. It is so good. This is the season that uh, made me fall in love. Um, if you wanna. Yeah, I mean, echoing what you said, we've, we've yeah. talked about it for three hours between the first arc and the second arc. So if you guys haven't seen those, go check them out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's perfect shonen battle anime. It's modern in the fact that its pacing is great. The stakes are high. There's character deaths. The animation is beyond belief. The art direction, the camera work camera work it's not really a camera it's drawing but um the camera work's incredible um and yeah it like opened up the world to you know the future of the of jjk's story and mm -hmm. i think the the possibilities are are endless um so yeah uh, that quick review because we've talked about it enough but i'm okay. uh i'm excited to yeah i don't know i might get stuff spoiled for me spoilers mm -hmm. are everywhere i know you're reading the manga but uh yeah i'm excited for whenever we get the next season um but yeah jjk lived up to the hype people were saying like this is the arc this is the arc and they were right <laughs> they were right yeah it was just so funny you guys reaction you run over you were like um like you had like flashback to like the three hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah we cosplayed and everything so good yeah. i feel like that time has passed amazing check out those reviews if you're yes. interested so yes yeah, yeah. um what are we on <laughs> what are we uh on? 
Uh, I guess it's my number one now. Yes, yes. Right? One, yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. This is my number two. Okay. All right. Okay. My number one. All of these stories that I've talked about are larger than life. They're huge. They're global in scale. But my number one animated project for this year was right here. Vinland Saga, mm -hmm. season two, the Farmland Arc. All of these very complex stories. This one takes place on a simple farm with a, a an ex-Viking that's now a slave. And um, it is one of the most human stories I've ever experienced in animation, live action. It is so beautiful in its humanity, the way it explores Thorfinn's character trauma of being on this quest for revenge and just how empty that is and the trail of blood that's left behind him in that quest for revenge and the guilt and PTSD that he has to deal with that growing up with that. You know, he's a child and he grows up in that world and now he doesn't have any pieces to pick up. Like he is completely empty. Mm -hmm. He's an empty man. Um, and it, it's so great how they set this in such a simple place like a farm because farming takes time it takes patience and his recovery his journey takes time and patience and um what i love about it is that it, it's not an overnight redemption it's it's long it's 24 episodes there's steps forward there's steps backward and i feel like a lot of redemption stories you know it comes down to like one crucial scene and i feel like with this one it's it's just a slow change and um it's it's beautiful and everything from the animation the the lighting in this season is is incredible the music by yutaka yamada is incredible just as good as season one if not better um and all the characters all the supporting characters are are feeding the theme of this season which is you know anti-violence and in a world full of violence you know your worth in this world is based on the violence you can inflict on others as a Viking, as not even just a Viking, any conqueror in this time period, because it is a historical fiction. So um, just seeing all these characters and, and how violence affects them, not just Thorfinn, is incredible. I love when theme, themes are the base of a, of a season of television and nothing is more thematic than, than Vinland Saga mm -hmm. season two. So um, I adore this story. I laughed i cried i watched like this whole season was just something to behold <laughs> so um i i can't recommend vinland saga enough for someone that just wants a historical fiction that doesn't feel like a traditional anime it just uses the the genre of animation as just a, a vehicle to tell this just insane insanely beautiful redemption story um that it just couldn't be told in live action because of the imagery and all that um so yeah, that without spoiling anything, that's that's my overall okay. thoughts on season two. Please check it out. It's a it's a story that can change the world. I think mm -hmm. I really do believe that. So yeah. yeah, that's that's my number one. Hopefully, all of that is a good argument for why it's my number one. Um, I also had it as my number one show of the year, um, mm -hmm. which you might see on the Cinema Wave Instagram. But yeah, that's my number one, Vinny. I know you you watched it as well. Um, is it on? I'm assuming it's on your list. Yeah, so it is my number one as well. Yes. Vinland uh, Saga. Vinland yes. yes. Saga season two. Um, Mark, you said it best. It is incredible from beginning to end. Uh, Vinland, so I I did write, read the manga. I've been reading the manga for years. Uh, so I kind of similar with Attack on Titan where I knew it was going to happen. However, with vinland saga season two that the farmland arc 
is my top three favorite manga arcs of all time. So even though like I knew it was going to happen, it still is incredible. And like you said, one of the best examples of storytelling of all time, in my opinion, I think Thorfinn's character arc in this arc alone is just something that should be studied (laughs) in all of character creation. It's beautiful. There's so many moments that you just sit back and especially in anime form, they did an incredible job adapting the source material, amplifying it, taking these these beautiful, beautiful moments, you know, the colors and, and the animation at whole, as well as the voice acting. And like you mentioned, the uh, music amplifies these scenes that I already adored in the manga. You know, I, I mean, if when I was reading the manga... <laughs> And you were like, if you were on like my Instagram or my Snapchat whilst I was reading it, like back then, I would post like a Thorfinn panel every day. (laughs) Like I adored this arc and seeing it in anime form, like I said, just beautiful, 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 beautiful. I like you mentioned as well, some of the most emotion I've ever felt in a series, uh, I'm not going to give it away, but there, there's a certain part that made me cry when reading the manga. And in the anime, they do an incredible job. Mm. Uh, just how I imagined it, the piano score, it hits. Yeah. It hits. And also, they added anime scenes, too, that didn't exist in the manga, which I think also justifies my number one spot. Because even though I knew it was going to happen, they still added and amplified and I think made it even better as a whole with those added scenes that just weren't there in the manga just you know just adding even more depth and adding even more intensity to what is happening in this arc it's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful series i need to go give vinny yeah. a hug yeah vinland saga brothers i mean yeah yes. if there's any any uh better i guess recommendation it's it's two people having the same number one so yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that mm. that speaks for itself. We didn't even have to say anything. If we just said our both of our number ones were Vinland Saga, I think that probably would have told the tale. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. I have no enemies. I have no enemies. <laughs> is that where that's from? Yeah. Yes. No oh, way. is that a? Tr- I've heard that before. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it's a like, trend. Yeah, I think it is a trend actually, where it's like I'm in my I have no enemies phase, but I didn't know. Yeah. That. Right. That's from yep. that's right from here. Vinland Saga. Oh, right yeah. Vinland Saga. Wow, yeah. That's crazy. Oh. Okay. I know, like, <laughs> I know. After season two came out, there was like a whole resurgence within like the big three senin uh, manga anime, that being like Berserk, Finland Saga, and Vagabond. Because mm. I saw after season two, like the TikToks and the Instagram reels of just people like now and like, like you mentioned, like the whole I have no enemies phase and like <laughs> people reposting Musashi from Vagabond with like inspirational quotes. <laughs> like it blew up after Finland Saga season two. I, I mean, that even... Like what you said there and the impact of how it's, you know, reached people who aren't even Vinland Saga fans should show yeah. you the power mm. of the message yeah. and the, and how how much it's really stuck with the audience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Vinland Saga is um, 
it's something. So <laughs> yeah. that's really that's really cool that yeah. it has made it like out into like a mainstream without people under, like knowing where I, it comes from. I definitely yeah. had no idea. I definitely had no idea for sure. Cool. So, definitely good recommendation. So many good recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I said it before, you guys. I feel like it was pretty obvious that we were going to get to this point, though. Um, spider. My number one was Across the Spider-Verse. I feel like uh, I was already in love with Into the Spider-Verse. That was, like, my favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. to be honest. This movie blew that one even more, more out the water. It's just, like, and I didn't think that was possible just because I thought that into the spider-verse was so revolutionary and it is still so revolutionary like i'm not taking that (laughs) away from it at all but it just across the spider-verse to me like they were able to now take like this like experimentation in animation that they had done duplicate not even do but just like take it to a whole new level while also just like having what i think is a super strong story i feel like I don't know, like the way that they've been able to tie things between the two movies together, like things Mm. that like, if you go back and rewatch the first one, it like seems Mm. like it's just like the smallest detail, but it like, and now this one, it's like affecting and like, it plays such a big role and spot i think is uh, honestly one of the the creepiest he might be the the most terrifying villain i've seen on screen at at least so far at least in animation i really need to watch my anime anime but but, uh no he's just like the way they did it with him too like how they could just have like a guy be so like you really feel kind of bad for him and then like oh no like stay away from me type character like i don't know it's so good and then i just myself i resonate with miles morales first like so much i um i've been saying since high school that one day i'm gonna get cast as the live action miles hell yeah dream's still alive dream is still alive (laughs) yes yes but like i just remember when like they even announced this character and like now to see where it's at like it's just like it's really inspiring to the black community um it's it's just it's and and it's such a such a fucking cool movie it's just so cool the animation is just i haven't seen anything like it um it's genuinely i feel like sparked like just like i'll most i feel like it probably sparked a lot of like these movies and films that Mm. made a lot of our lists i feel like it really it it started like this whole new renaissance of just animation i feel like in across the spider-verse just it was yeah so i can't wait for yeah. the third one like yeah i'll pass it on because i know you also had it oh, yeah it was yeah it was my number four um yeah i mean every every the the movie theater experience of seeing this in imax just the colors the changing animation styles just between worlds i mean my favorite was gwen's where you know you had this like very it represented her suit it was like the pink and the and the green and tur- like turquoise and just like the scenes where you would just cut between her and her father talking and there was just like paint in the background just changing every time i'm like oh my god like your brain's just melting watching how beautiful this animation is um and and just it's a two and a half hour animated movie which i I think is groundbreaking on its own you know and i was thoroughly just locked in for two and a half hours i was like wow i could have 
sat here for another 30, 40 minutes. Like I'm like not yeah. tired. Like I wanted to keep going. So that's just like a testament to that. I think the the humor in it is is so great. I love I love um the the Indian Spider Man when they're like, We can go get chai tea and he's like, Chai already means tea. <laughs> We're not getting tea tea and then they talk about all that. So I think the the comedy throughout um who who does um Dave, uh David Kaluuya play? Was his name Hobby? Oh uh, yeah, Hobby Hobby. Hobby. Oh yeah. he's the best. Yeah. I great. love him so much. Yeah, I love he, him. he's he he was a great character. Like they just added so many new characters and all of them just fit perfectly into the story they were already telling. Mm. Um, I think Miguel is a really interesting villain that I you know I have some theories moving forward. You know how he'll be like maybe redeemed in the third movie with his daughter and mm. the the idea of these canon events. Um, yeah, it's it's an incredible just watch. Um, I hope it wins the Oscar. I wish it got a, a Best Picture nominee because it's you know mm. it's the highest rated movie on Letterbox this year. Okay. I think critically it was probably one of the highest rated movies. So I think it deserved that. But I, I think the the fact that it was a, a superhero movie and animated worked against it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I think the only reason I didn't have it higher on my list is just because storytelling wise you know there there've been so many multiverse movies i think that kind of brought it down just a little for me because it wasn't wholly original even though i like the concepts of the candid events and kind of putting like the idea of spider-man under a microscope like you see a spider-man movie you're like okay uncle ben's gonna die this is gonna happen and i like how they just like said we're just gonna go really meta with that and be like yeah. canon event i thought that okay. was cool um but it was a multiversal movie which brings it down just a little in the originality um and i think it has like part one syndrome which i think dune also suffered from like mm. i loved part one but it just like it felt like it was somewhat of a setup for the next movie. Yeah. And I just feel like the ending of this movie, there was like a 30 minute falling action. Like there was a climax and then there was like a 30 minute falling action. Mm -hmm. where I was like, OK, like are we revving up for like another? And then it kind of ends and I'm like, uh, OK, I like the ending. Like I like this twist. But those are just some of my like criticisms of why. You know, it's only my number four favorite animated project. Mm -hmm. um, but those are just some of my like critical thoughts on it but otherwise i mean it's i can't wait for part three and they also really cool um the really cool thing with the blending the real life in this one too mm. which is really cool like mm. you had that animation meets like the real like i think they like brought in the venom uh woman at that yeah. one scene yeah. spot so like donald glover is in like a scene too mm -hmm. as the prowler as, right? oh yeah the prowler That's yeah right. yeah I think, and they showed like Andrew Garfield Spider Man, right? In some of like the canon events. I feel like they showed like him and like maybe Toby. So, yeah, that's cool. It was a good, it was a celebration of like Spider Man. Like, if you were a big fan of Spider Man, like it was like, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all hmm? I really have to say about that. Right. Is that uh, we're is that all our top fives? Yeah, I think. Awesome. I think that yeah. It. yeah, yeah. I know we had a I know we had a couple punts. I know we kind of just jumped ahead with number one for Vinland Saga, but that was really fun. I loved that conversation. I'm excited to check out the things I haven't seen, whether it be the two um, short films. I wrote them down, except the ostrich one. That name was too long, so I just <laughs> I just put ostrich. <laughs> um, uh, TMNT. Uh, Boy in the Heron, you know, maybe maybe I'll check out now. <laughs> It'll take some time to to kind of uh, sit in, but uh, yeah, I, I I think again, just reiterating this year in animation, I think is just another stepping stone for animation getting taken more seriously. You know, with Spider Verse getting so much critical acclaim, 
with stories like Vinland Saga, something I've never seen in animation. Um, and just, you know, Attack on Titan being a global phenomenon, Blue Eye Samurai being super mature, like there are sex scenes, like there's a lot of nudity in it. I'm like, oh, this is like kind of like Game of Thrones S, but animated, which is really hmm. like another step forward for for animation, just the what they're telling in animation. So yeah, I, I hearing all yours, uh, you know, I definitely stand on my statement all the way at the beginning. I think this was the the greatest year of, of animation that mm -hmm. we've gotten so far. Yeah. So any any closing thoughts from you guys? Um, not really. Not really. <laughs> I think that I had a lot of fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun. And it was like really difficult to like make this top five. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And now like now you reminded me about Invincible. And now you also now the Spider-Verse talk. I wanna go home now <laughs> and rewatch it again. Um yeah, yeah, that's really it. That's really it for me. I'm so mad you were robbed of that first view, that first watch where like yeah. the sound was like I'm so I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I was like so mad. Um but yeah, no, definitely rewatch it. Um I will for sure be watching Pluto Vin Vinland Sada. Um I know that I was already kind of starting Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen. I know that this time next year, my list will probably look very different mm -hmm. because now I'm kind of entering a little bit more of a boat thanks to you guys, yeah. <laughs> you know, the world of animation. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, this year, from what I had did see, you know, I just feel like, again, it was, it was like you said, it was revolutionary. It was mm -hmm. a good year. It was a good year for animation. Yeah. So, Dope. Well, this has been this has been the animation crew here at Cinema Wave, you know, coming together for this culminating type of episode, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. Definitely look out for more from us moving forward. We uh, we'll be talking Invincible season two, part two. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking Free Ren, hopefully Pluto, maybe. Um, so yeah, keep an eye at Solo Leveling. You know, we just started doing mm -hmm. that. We're all watching that week to week. So um, yeah, a lot more animation uh, stuff coming from us in the near future. Let me just do some sign-offs for us for our um, social media pages, of course, at Cinema Wave. Sorry, I've been doing this a couple times, but, you know, I'll just keep talking to burn some time here. All right, I got it up. So if you don't follow us already, follow us on at Cinema Wave Media on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Threads, as well as at underscore Culture Wave Media, where you can find us on Instagram as well. I'm Mark Acabino signing off. Thank you guys for watching. And I'm Vinny Albano. And I'm Mikey Peniston. Peace out.